Hey, y'all, if you're listening to this before December, Wednesday, the 23rd, 7.30 p.m., we are doing a non-denominational winter stream. It's going to be on the No Time Records YouTube channel. Uh, stop by. We'll listen to some amazing music together, and we will uh, talk about non-denominational winter. Might we might uh we might play some video games we might uh we might break out break out into some derivative dance we might uh we might watch some shitty videos you know it'll be a good hangout go from 7 30 to whenever um come chat with us and and all that so yes it will be very non-denominational and it'll be very winter as well it'll uh, any 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 uh reference to any denominations of any kind will get the band hammer we if i hear anything about the big j or the big g banhammer if i hear anything about uh uh the 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 ck or the sc you know what i mean you get get the banhammer yeah you can't get you can't get covid through a stream so come come watch us uh yeah i'm fucking dying right now all right off to the episode Welcome to the No Time Records podcast the number one podcast where half of the hosts have covid but we won't tell you who it is it was Fern. It, yeah, it was me. I uh, I I got it from work, which is I I did not want to uh, work in person. I fought tr- to uh, work remotely, but well, here we are. I had the I had the I had the fucking scare like two weeks ago where uh, one of my dumbass coworkers, who who had been like going to parties and like literally like the the prime like super spreader. Yeah. Like, even like now after like two weeks of like because we were gone for. If we were exposed, we had to we had to quarantine for ten days. Thankfully, none of el- no one else in my staff, you know, got it. But you know, he had to quarantine for two weeks, and then he comes back and he's like still not wearing a mask and shit. It's like I fucking hate this kid. To not wow, I I can't fucking construct a coherent sentence. Your brain's fried, dude. Yeah. It's heating okay. Up. So not to uh you know oust my uh my coworker that gave it to me, but. A little earlier on, when I first started working with her, she asked me, "Is like, hey, what are you? What are you doing for the weekend?" And I said, uh, "Nothing. I'm just gonna stay home and not do anything." And then she said, with a straight face, "Oh, you're taking this uh, lockdown serious?" And here I am. Yeah. Here I am. Yeah. The the same the same coworker was the one who's like, "No, man, I got it in an April, man. You can't get it twice." Oh, so he went to though. a Halloween party with like he went to a Halloween party with like two hundred people. He's like, no, they were taking temperatures at the door, and I'm like, oh I fuck. fucking hate you. It's um, this was like this was bound to happen. Of course, it was the day after Thanksgiving, so guarantee you, uh, guarantee he caught it during the Thanksgiving break. Yeah, it's dude, it fuck this fuck it fucking sucks, bro. Like, like I mentioned, I fought so fucking hard to not be in contact. It's almost like, um. If we just stayed home, like if I just stayed home, I would. I've, I literally yeah. would have never caught it. I literally would have never yeah. caught it. And same with me at work. If I, you know, would have never been exposed. I've had now this. Is, thankfully, with vision, we've. Well, after we came home from recording, and then like I think like a week after, it was like, oh, California's fucked. Hey, let's not. Let's let's not go outside. Yeah. So we got pretty. I think we got pretty lucky in that sense. I just read that. Um. Los Angeles actually might be the, the like the hardest hit like in all of the country right now. Is um Jesus about Christ. two thousand confirmed cases daily in Los Angeles County. Yeah, like, yeah. I think yeah. I think we like paid it forward because um 
during the like March and April, no one was really worried about California. It was all New York and then the Midwest a couple months ago. And now I feel like it's not that I feel like it's moving east. It's it's wherever it's going to fl- it's going to flare up. But I feel like now it's like, oh, L.A. got too comfortable. Orange yeah. County got too comfortable. Oh, definitely. Oh, we're fine. Oh, we're not anymore. Yeah, Orange County. Um, that we're we're oh, okay. Hold on. Let me let me get that stat because Orange County COVID cases daily. Because I I even looked it up like not too long ago because I was like kind of curious and I was like yeah let me see what uh uh what it is right now. Oh okay, there we go. Daily three thousand seven hundred fifty three. Deaths reported That's- today too. In all of the United States? No, in Orange County. 3,000 new cases in Orange County? Yep. How many deaths? Uh, currently today, two. Oh, two deaths? Yeah, two deaths. And um, I was messaging one of my buddies from Japan, and he was telling me that uh, Japan currently has 600 daily cases, and I was like, my man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, uh, must be nice. Must be nice. And then, New Zealand's, uh, having, New Zealand's having shows again. Oh, must be nice. Japan, um, because it's all a uh, uh, Hiro, friend of the podcast, Hiro, told me that uh, because Japan isn't mandating lockdowns, it's all like dependent on like the person, but a majority of the people are like staying at home. But a lot of people are like same as here, a lot of people are losing their jobs, and yeah. the government actually did not is not like helping them out in any way, shape, or form. But earlier in the in the year, they gave him uh, three disposable masks per family. That's it. Just three, just three masks. That's all they get. Not not even like money. Per family. Just, yeah. Not even per yeah. person. No, just like you get three masks. Like three masks sent to your home. Yes. <laughs> Which, well, I thought I thought he was like kidding, but he's like kind of like a serious guy, and I was like, holy fuck, that's really what? bad. Well, isn't like work culture like completely different. different out yeah, there? Yeah, it's completely different. And over there, like if you're sick, you will wear a mask regardless if it's COVID or not. So even if people are yeah. going out, they're still going to be wearing masks, which there is also a giant anti-mask movement in Japan. <laughs> and Hell yeah, brothers. Yeah. So it's not it's it's literally not just the United States. And a lot of it is uh, fueled by like very, you know right wing yeah right no not like just right wing um ideology so it's it's literally just like us it's fucking insane screw covid i went to tokyo (laughs) dude uh just 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 to see i checked uh tickets uh eight hundred dollars and i could go back to japan which um there it's never that expensive so it's understandable (laughs) um well the United States passport is basically a uh, paperweight at this point. Yeah, we ain't going. In, we ain't fucking going anywhere. I so. rushed so hard last year to make sure mine was ready for this year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I paid that form and everything, but you know, it's, 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 I it's, went to the post office three times. I went and got money orders. I don't do that. Who does that? Me. I feel. I feel like I got a money order once. It colds my heart that. Uh, it's not just the United States that, you know, it's other countries, but also the UK also has a strong anti-masker movement and none other than Eric Clapton <laughs> and Van oh, Morrison, God. who 
Van Morrison should. We need to stop. Okay, he wrote like a couple good songs in them, but other than that, like he needs to be stopped. Uh, they released a. <laughs> they released a blues rock song. I guess you could call it that against like public health codes called stand and delivered. And I'm reading the vanity fair article and I fucking love this bit. It's the literally the very first paragraph, Eric Clapton and Van Morrison, both age 75 and therefore 220 times the risk of death from COVID-19 compared to people 18 to 29 have released a blues rock track raging against public health codes. I, uh, I, I loved listening to the song while, uh, hearing you cough in the background before this <laughs> don't laugh too hard you oh might lose god. your lung dude oh my god no dude COVID's fake didn't you hear i'm just dying for fun dude <laughs> you're dying you're dying because you have too many negative people around you yeah exactly it's it's like because i when i when i was looking at my phone my entire like my eyes were on fucking fire and my entire head was hurting. It's because of all the negative five G's and toxicity coming from my phone. <laughs> That's what it was. It wasn't because of <laughs> someone should clip this. <laughs> oh my god. This song was released just as a new and faster spreading COVID nineteen strain was identified in the United Kingdom with a forty percent increase in cases from just one week ago. British health, he, British health, British really uh, health secretary. Yeah, I know, right? British health secretary Matt Hancock called the new strain of COVID nineteen out of control, and I don't mean like, yo, dude, that's out of control. You know, like in a in a positive connotation. Like I'm pretty sure this is completely negative, off the chain. Yeah, it's COVID not, strain is off the chain, dude. It's, it's not like yeah, sick. You know, it's like oh, fuck. No, it's like sick. It's yeah. like sick. It's not Michael like Jackson bad. Yeah, it's not Michael Jackson bad. It's just like it's, bad, bad. No, it's it's not Michael Jackson bad. It's Michael Jackson bad. Yeah, <laughs> Michael Jackson comma bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not okay. hyphen. Yeah, not hyphen. Uh, oddly enough, okay. So Tommy, would you believe if I told you that this was Van Morrison's first song that he wrote about the lockdown and COVID? Um, I would not believe you. Okay, what what if I told you this was the second song? I bet it was. <laughs> okay, what if I told you this was the third song? Fuck, don't tell me. Is there more? <laughs> this is the fourth song <laughs> Van Morrison <laughs> wrote about. No. So he wrote no, this song, wrong. this song. He wrote this one, Stand and Deliver. And then this his first song was actually called Born to be Free. The okay. second one is As I Walked Out. And the third one is No More Lockdown. And actually, this song right today, stand, or the song right here, Stand and Deliver, was actually released today the, by the time that we are recording this. So this is fresh off the presses. Tommy, what do you think of the song? Uh, it's got that perfect county, ver county fair for the rest of my career vibe to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yeah. got that perfect KFC background music for the oh, rest of my career. Oh, fuck. It's, it's real uh, RNC energy. <laughs> yeah. It's got oh, that... Yeah, it's got that. Uh, uh, this is gonna be in the back. It's gonna be the background music of every A and W and KFC restaurant across the great nation of America. Oh my god, um, that's oh. a deep cut that that only Fern and I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, all right, I do want to read this little tidbit. 
that in 2005, Van Morrison's song, They Sold Me Out, um, um, he, re- he, he was under fire for the repeated reference of the word shekels because uh, They Sold Me Out was an anti-music industry song. So this is oh. he, he, it's it's straight straight fucking boomer energy, and yeah, there are some cool uh, baby boomers out there. But when we use the word baby boomer, it is generally not talking about you know the cool people or like the just like baby boomers in general. It's always like a specific brand of baby boomer. And uh, uh, Eric, most of the people who listen to this probably know what we mean. Yeah, but you know, I'm just covering my asses from their lawyers. Which uh, Nathan Nathan for you has taught me <laughs> to to always always consult a lawyer and also Eric Clapton in 1976 went on a notorious racist rant while on stage which he eventually did apologize but now he's doing this shit so and with just a shit year and shit music even being released on the day that we fucking record this podcast and probably the buzzer beater yeah buzzer beater album of the year list man that's what yeah. he was going for. Yeah, um, so we are jumping on the bandwagon. Uh, it's not really a bandwagon. I feel like if, if every you know year end like publication has of some sort of list like this. So Tommy and I are gonna talk about our favorite records of the year, and generally as a music podcast, a music like collective, I we want to uplift uh, local music. Unfortunately, uh, Blink-182 is on my list, so <laughs> I feel that I failed. <laughs> I failed it. So we're going to pick five albums each, and we are going to pick with uh, three honorable mentions. And Tommy actually is going to talk about some bands that he got into this year. So, Tommy, go 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 on ahead. Start off with your honorable mentions. So I, uh, I don't know what about i think because i I started exercising more so i was listening to music while i was running and uh, i got really into a um kind of more upbeat like rock music like i wasn't just running to like grindcore and 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 ska all the time yeah grindcore's (laughs) too fast you got to pace yourself uh sometimes sometimes it's good and you get a so some of like there was a time I put on like harsh noise and I was trying to run and I was like, ah, this is not working. <laughs> like the, it sounds like how my, my body feels. Yeah. Um, so I, I got really into a lightning bolt. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, which, which had the perfect level of intensity, but it, it goes on for, you know, more than just 30 seconds. Um, yeah. I realized like I was looking at my Spotify wrapped and I was like, I listened to pretty much nothing but lightning bolt in the hives. Um, that's, that's, that's an eclectic uh, combination. And my, 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 my last thought on lightning bolt is, uh, they're very much one of those like nerd bands, whereas in like music nerds, yeah, where like, if you go to one of their shows, it's going to be full of a bunch of people who don't know how to act at like a, a hardcore show. Yeah. Um, it's, it's all the, uh, it's all the people who like, don't go to like mainstream like shows, you know, they don't go to the huge arenas and they don't go to, you know, the big shows, but then they also don't go to like local DIY shows. It's the, when like a weird band that they like from the internet is touring and they play like a small club, then they go out and see them. Yeah. Uh, is... And the, re- 
and the reason why I know this is because uh, Lightning Bolt, they made a big deal that they uh, play on the floor, which like in DIY is like I, there's a stage. <laughs> but if you're, you know, used to go into shows and medium, small to medium clubs. Yeah, that might be a little interesting to you. Be like, oh, this fucking band is playing on the ground. That's fucking artsy as shit. Is there one certain album or like like track that that stood out to you in Lightning Bolt's catalog uh, that you were like, this is fucking it. This is this is it. Dracula Mountain off uh Oh Wonderful um, Rainbows. Yeah, that album that song is so it's my third most listened to. <laughs> it's it's got like a uh it, it's basically in two parts. It has like kind of like a, a fast like kind of build up like intro and then it, it has like a, a I guess their version of a breakdown and then it just ends with just insane drumming and like fuzzed out bass for like two minutes straight and then just like the the drummer is their vocalist and he just wears a mask on stage with the microphone like literally in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, Brian uh Brian Chippendale is, is a f- fucking insane drummer. Um yeah, Wonderful Rainbow was actually the first album, the first Lightning Bolt album I listened to. I think uh some I saw it on like a recommended like math rock noise rock like albums list and that yeah. was on it and I was like, "Yeah, I'll check it out." I like Melt Banana. And like hella and stuff, and I and I was like, dude, this is so fucking good. Like, this is really good shit. And like, their stuff is like from the like the they started in like the late nineties, which like if you had heard something like that back then, you would have been like, what the fuck? It would have been crazy to have like a CD of that as like a little kid, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also got into a, a band called uh, Knower, which is uh, I cannot think of who the the two. Um, musicians are, but it's a uh, it's a it's a guy and a gal. It's a girl singing, and then a guy playing uh, playing drums over it. And it's it's kind of jazzy, but it's definitely got like it's it it sounds like uh what's that what's that stuff called uh like Sophie or Girlfriend of the Year or like Poppy like that kind of that oh, kind of pop music hyper pop yeah it's like hyper pop but like kind of jazzy because he's a the 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 dude's a, a established jazz musician, so it's got like a lot of like break, uh, 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 like drum breaks and fills, and a lot of like really like fast bass work. Um, but it's just really poppy and fun, and I've been super into that. And uh, uh, I got really into Duke Nukem Forever. Oh fuck! Well. <laughs> uh, I listen to their split with WPI pretty much every day. <laughs> Uh, Duke Nukem Forever is a phenomenal fastcore band from I think Slow, either either Orange County or Slow. Yeah, they're from they're from somewhere in California, but like Southern California, like, Southern but not LA. But uh, I got super into Duke Nukem Forever. Um, great fastcore band. Uh, would love to see them at some point. I don't think they've ever like fully broken up. They just kind of like we just come in and out, you know. Because <laughs> they're like members of like really like one of them was in Trash Talk. I think another one was in like Ceremony. Like they're in like like bigger bands. Yeah, I'm looking over got... there. Uh, looking over that right now. Yeah, super to Duke forever. One of them's in Cell Rot. What really? Yeah. Oh, one of them's in Dad Punchers. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, the drummer for Duke Nukem Forever is in uh, is the drummer for uh, Touche O'More. That's what I knew him from. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one of them is in Trash Talk as well. Uh, that is the this dude Sam Bozen. He was in uh, Trash Talk. 
Yeah, it's a it's a he weird. Even... It's like they're. Oh, it's, just, it's just funny that like it's a joke band name, and it's like full of like people from like huge bands. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. I fucking love the logo that Charles Bronson. <laughs> that's it's funny. So fucking good. All right. Are there yeah, those are my. That's that's uh, that's what I've been digging on this year. That's uh, uh, I mean, Lightning Bolt put out an album this year. I don't believe Nowhere did anything. Uh, it's oh, Nowhere's also uh, do you know uh, Clowncore? Yeah, it's the same dude, the drummer. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, I'm. Yeah. Whoa, damn. <laughs> so, that's think of trip. that, but like, think of that, but hyper pop, not grind. Okay. But yeah, that's uh, that's what I've been digging on. What you uh, what, what what about your honorable mentions? Um, well, I, the thing is, like, I don't have artists; I have albums. As okay, that's fine. Mentions. Okay. Um, so for my honorable mentions, I do have uh, three albums. Um, the first album that I really really liked is just I I really hate Fat Mike with a fucking passion. <laughs> so I can't call this album good in front of yeah. other people. Or else they'll make fun of me. But Get Dead, Dancing with the Curse is such a goddamn good fucking album. Like, it's so fucking good. Like, it might be one of my favorite albums of the year. But because I literally do not like Fat Records, I cannot <laughs> add it to my top five of the year. Oh, Fat, Fat I'm, Mike I'm, is not in the band. He's, they're just under Fat. Yeah, they're under Fat Records. So, unfortunately, Uh-oh. if Upper Downer does go on Fat Records, I will not listen to them. Can't like them anymore. I can't. Dude, I, I, I'm, I'm, I hate... I'm hurt. I, I hate fat collectors so much. Oh, dude, me too. Believe I fucking, I fucking it, own. Man. Yeah. Um. So, but dude, get dead. Dancing with the curse. Oh my god. Holy shit. That album's so fucking good. Um. Uh. My second is uh sarcasm. Their self titled. It's oh, uh, phenomenal shit. Yeah. It's a great album. Uh. The one thing though is it's like a small departure from like the previous album, and yeah. it's it's still damn good. And I implore like everybody like who hasn't listened to it yet to listen to it. It's such a good fucking album, but it's just like too much of a difference for me that it's still great it's not better than the last one sorry if I, you're I'm listening su- to this I'm alex su- i'm surprised how quickly they they fl- flipped yeah. out a new album that was um, i mean covid what are you gonna do was, i guess it was no fern was already ready fuck i, I <laughs> well, think they were recording i think they recorded it like while beach pump beach bummer was like out they like, they like they are such prepped. talented musicians and they all oh, they, they they all work together so fucking well that I'm not surprised that they're able to they're just like so in sync as well like I'm not yeah. surprised that they were able to just shit well not shit something out but you know what I mean just like quickly get something together like record it yeah. learn all the songs perfectly and then record it like it's it's no surprise to me so I think for them this was their 10 year anniversary so I think it was important for them to try to get like something out for something that out. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, so too. Which it's crazy, like they're at they're they're our age, and it's their ten year anniversary. No, they're your age. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're not my they're, age uh, at all. They're between us. I think they're. I think. I think all of them are a little bit older than me and younger than you. So they're they're somewhere in the between. That is yeah. uh that that'll leave our ages ambiguous forever. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the my last one, which the first time I listened to this, I was like, "Oh my fucking god, this is insane!" Is uh Fiona Apple's "Fetch the Bolt Cutters," which uh the when I was listening, the first time I listened to it, is my girlfriend was like, "Is this Fiona Apple?" And I was like, "Yeah, it is." And she was like, "Oh, this is really good." And I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's pretty damn good." Then I kept listening to more and more, and I was like, "Dude, this is this is amazing." The way she like 
just crafts all of her songs is incredible. And if I ever do meet her, I want to ask her if like the dogs barking were intentional or not. And yeah. those are all my honorable mentions. Let's, uh, so let's get, let's get into it. Let's do uh, I don't really have like an order of like, this is my favorite or least favorite. I just kind of have five. Yeah. Neither do I. Okay. Uh, I'll start with, uh, I'll start with Jody Faster's blame yourself. Ooh, um, yeah. I feel bad because I'm putting I'm putting albums that I've put out, and I that's feel like fine. I'm having. To, I mean, I that's feel like fine. I'm having to pick children, but um, <laughs> oh, that's not fine. But uh, I uh, I had found this album before having put it out, so you know that that's not the case for a couple other albums on here. But um, yeah, Jody Faster, uh, amazing, uh, melodic skate punk fast core grind melodic grind whatever you want to call it they are an incredibly fast clean sung clean guitar a clean sung but not like growls um fast band from from france and their music is so infectious and fun and just like just boom constant one after another there's no there's no time to breathe it's just it just the whole album like starts and then just goes for like i think it's like 19 minutes long it's like 20 tracks it's it's so much fun to listen to and uh i i hope to eventually see them uh the near future but yeah jody faster's blame yourself a a phenomenal phenomenal punk record yeah it's it's super fucking good i really that i that might be one of my favorite releases off of no time this year possibly i'm not like i like you said i don't want to pick favorites but the thing about picking favorites is that, especially with like a record label, is that personally with me and like Stay Tough, like I won't put out something that I'm not a fan of, you know? Yeah, that's that's the thing with like I like every like I, I'm not gonna put out something I don't I wouldn't like choose to listen to. Like yeah. I put out music that like I like, I like every record. You know, there's no, I, I, that's and that's kind of the fun of like a DIY label is like. If this was like for the money, I'd be like, I could see the appeal, but I don't listen to it. Like, no, that's not how it's not how I work. I put up music I like. Yeah. Have you ever seen Taxi yeah. Driver? I have not. Oh fuck! Never mind then. She's okay. in that movie. Oh, Jodie Foster. Yeah, Jodie Foster. Uh, have you Jody... ever seen Silence of the Lambs? Uh, no. Wow. Okay. Well, she's in that movie too. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen Candles. Oh, that's a great movie. Is that Jodie Fat? Is that Jodie Foster? She's not in that movie though. <laughs> she's, she's not in that movie. <laughs> All right, uh, you should. All you right, should. Uh, oh wait, have you seen um, Hannibal? Not the I have comedian. Not seen... We've all seen. Dude, that show is so fucking good. Like me and Kayla were watching seen... it. Holy shit! I, I think you, 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 you and your partner will like that a lot. If you name a thing, I have not seen it. <laughs> oh, name geez, any movie. Really? Yeah, name any movie. You know what the last movie I saw in theaters was? What's the last movie? Uh, Inception. Dude, that was 2011, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's 2010. Dude, stop. Yeah. That was not the last. The last movie I think I saw was... Uh... Well, I like going to movie theaters, though. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Here's Here's a record I almost guarantee that you never have heard of. It is actually uh, The Huntington's Muerto, Carcel, or Rock and Roll. Well, that's actually how it's spelled. It is um, the Huntingtons are a staple in like Ramones core. They've been around since like the mid '90s. 
like around with like Screeching Weasel, uh, the Lillingtons, and the Riverdales and bands like that. And this is they've been going at it for God like twenty five years, and this is like their most recent album. And hearing what like they originally started with, um, what's their record? Their most famous record, uh, High School Rock, which was released in ninety eight to now, like the progression and like the 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 structure of the of the songs are so fucking good. Like it's not just Ramones core, like. Yeah, they're Ramones core, but they also play hardcore punk, and it's just like very like basic hardcore punk, but it's so fucking good. And each of their songs, like they're about three minutes long, but each song in like in itself has like two different like modes. Yeah, like it, it's like it's kind of hard to explain, like kind of like how you know how like a classical music, like eventually you hit like the midpoint, you either switch key or change like in a bridge, like in a sense to like a kind of make it sound like a completely different song they do that on nearly every single track and it's just fucking like beautifully crafted like pop punk and it's so good and it's not like modern pop punk it's like traditional ramones if they played like like fucking minor threat it's so good what was that one called again uh muerto carcel or rock and roll it's in, it's in spanish but they're uh they're they're from Pennsylvania or something? I don't fucking know where they're from. They're they're they they're from the U.S. They're so fucking good. Delaware. Um, they're from Delaware. Oh wow. Delaware uh, pop punk, so good, so good. And uh, it's nice to hear like, like just Ramones core. Yeah. And that and like Ramones core, the cheesiest, worst like genre of punk, like easily second to uh, Psychobilly. But oh god, I'm a sucker for this shit. I'm a sucker for some good Ramones core. Yeah, it's it's definitely like the cheap candy of punk. Yeah, I say that in like the nicest way because uh, my boy Andrew plays in Caffeines. But yeah, it's definitely like it's got a it's a it's just like you just put it on. It's like it's like the junk food of punk where you're like, yeah, this is just this is nice. Yeah, it's oh man, it's such a good album. Everyone listen to it. Tommy, what is your next record? Uh, so it's the uh, EP from uh. Brand new, um, egg punk. I don't know. I still don't know what those terms are. Uh, and from the UK called uh, Froggy and the Ringes. Uh, and the album is called Soft G. Froggy and, and the uh, Ringes? Yeah, and it's they, their, their song, their, their uh, title track, um, really called Soft G. Uh, make sure that you know that the it's pronounced Ringes and not Ringses. Or rings. Uh, it's uh, it's I that might be doxing them, but it's the members of the playing, you know, just straight up fun and a goofy egg punk. And uh, I I heard the first song off it, and I was like, oh, this is silly. And then I kept listening to it, and then the whole EP dropped, and I was like, I I literally just put it on repeat because it's like super short, only four <laughs> yeah. songs. But it's got yeah. this the perfect like sing along ability and and just like kind of upbeat like attitude. Um, there's a song called Don't Listen, and it just has lyrics about how like um, your mom doesn't listen, your your cat doesn't listen, your boss doesn't listen. And then it's like your beer doesn't listen, your sandwich <laughs> doesn't listen, your TV doesn't listen. It's just like. And it's just like, it just says no one's li- listening over and over again. And then a bunch of na-na-nas. Like, it's just like the perfect, like, 
satirical like i don't know if it's like satirical on purpose like that but just like the perfect just like generic like punky ethos in a song and then there's a song about just drinking cheap beer like it's just like the perfect like like just uh, on repeat fun little like punky pee and uh I'm a, a huge fan of it, and uh, I'm, I'm surprised how much I've liked it because I generally don't listen to a lot of the uh, the chain and the egg punk bands and the one word, one syllable, or the blank and the blank bands. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just something about this one was just fucking funny and just enjoyable, and uh, the kind of the mastermind behind all this stuff is a is a his his uh, discography and his uh, similar to sarcasm just can just 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 keep making music and if his band isn't ready he just starts another one and puts it out as something else (laughs) it's our great band they're really fucking good and i I did not know this i did not know that uh he started a new band in a sense he's uh he started a couple (laughs) Uh, pisser covid COVID does that frog in the ranges cord vart yeah he fucking oh he's in pisser yeah he's huh yeah, I fucking, I I hope to if we ever go to the UK, play with uh, or Froggy and the Ringes, which they got a fucking they got to wear masks on stage, and uh, apparently it's uh it's reference to like a a German snack food. It's like onion chips. It's it's is it the what's covering the other band members' face? Yeah, it's like a bag of them. They need is to uh, ringe. <laughs> yeah, they need to uh, they need to like just throw out. Like bags are just literally open them and just throw them at the audience. I do like how the album cover is like reminiscent of uh, the Sonics album cover. I don't know if that's like on purpose or not, but it's really reminiscent of a. Uh... Actually, hold up, hold the fuck up, <laughs> hold up. It's not reminiscent. It, it is. is. It is. Is it? Hold up here. I'll send it to you. Oh yeah, there it is. It it literally is. Okay, never mind. I take that yeah, back. It's yeah, not it's reminiscent of the Mark. Sonics. Yeah, it is. Yeah, the Sonics okay. boom. Oh. <laughs> well, mystery solved. <laughs> mystery uh, solved. If you want a fun, just a fun, just little EP, uh, Froggy and the Ringes, Soft G. Um, I'm getting a bunch of the seven inches in eventually, so excited about that but yeah they're uh i i if they never make any more music i would also be okay with that like this is just like the perfect like one and done type thing you know it just exudes that like kind of energy yeah i also just want these fucking seven inches to be rare so i can sell them for a lot of money but that's neither here nor there fuck yeah i could cut that out you know what no that's staying in that's in. what's next on your list um so in uh, one album that really like like i've i've listened to this album like a little earlier this year but it really just like floored a whole lot like a lot later throughout the year like i like around like february and march like i started listening to this album near daily and that's not even a fucking lie that's blink 182's dude ranch okay hold on (laughs) what i've that Uh, album what (laughs) i um Hold on, it's still 2020, right? Yeah. Did it get did it get uh re repressed this year? Uh, Dude Ranch. Yeah, was there a special uh 
No. Uh, it did have a cassette pressing in 2018, though. Okay, so... Well, uh, you seem very excited, so keep going. <laughs> yeah, so Blink-182's Dude Ranch. Um, I revisited it uh, this year, and it's just... Holy shit! Like all every nearly every single song is a goddamn masterpiece, and it's 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 that album's so fucking good. It's so fucking fast. There's like, it's the drumming is so fucking caveman and elementary. Like it's it's full on like neck thoughts, you know. And it's just it's just a perfect amalgamation of everything that pop punk like should be like it should be fun it needs to be fast and it needs to be like serious and sad when it wants to be and god this album is just so fucking good and like i i literally cannot stop listening to this record from top to bottom and even my spotify wrap-up like at five it's all dude ranch right yeah literally five songs are all from dude ranch like it's like like my entire spotify wrap-up was nothing but dude ranch it's fucking insane but uh yeah i don't know the like I could I could almost to the T play Dude Ranch from top to bottom on drums perfect without listening to the song or without listening to the album. I know it. I know what we're doing as a Halloween cover set next year. Well, you know, everybody else has to fucking listen to this album, which like um like I bought a cassette of this album and yeah. it's just, I don't know, it's just I I kind of feel that well because of like the way Blink-182 like acts like on stage and just like how they act in like interviews and just like their personas and shit that everybody just kind of like labels them as like the dumbest shit, like shit pee band, which, you know, they fucking are. But like the songs on dude ranch, especially like they're, they're more serious ones. Like really need to be, Oh, hold up. Oh fuck. They really need to be, um, Put out in the forefront, and you know I'm like defending Blink 182, but like it, they're, they're, that album's really fucking good, like it's fucking amazing, and yeah, that's all I gotta say about my favorite, one of my favorite 2020 uh, albums, Dude Ranch. Didn't didn't it come out in the 90s? Uh, 97, yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. And what's um, it, what's <laughs> off to you, Tommy? Uh. Stupid, stupid henchman, whatever helps get you through. Um, I don't think there's any way a henchman album was not going to end up on my favorite albums on, of the on year. Your list? Yeah. Um, I've already gone into length about how much I like it, but um, it's just great ska album, great Crack Rock Steady album. Uh, Chet is still uh, incredibly creative and is pushing the boundaries of what, what you can consider like ska music. And it's, it's, uh, it's a good laid back record, not as intense as their older stuff, but honestly with how awful the year has been, it, it's been nice to just have like a, a good album just to distract you from it. And a phenomenal record. Um, definitely, definitely recommend it. So yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's, it is also one of my favorite records of the year. My, probably possibly like my, no, you know what I'll say? Yeah. It's my favorite ska record of the year. Like definitely. Yeah. It, 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 uh, that, just I, we we god we're huge henchman fans but yeah and it's it's a great fucking album and uh very excited to see uh the future of henchman that becomes of this hopefully he can tour with these songs at some point but yeah definitely 
Yeah. I'll, I'll fucking join Stupid Stupid Henchmen. I don't know how it'll work, but I'll fucking do it. Yeah, you know, as soon as I as I beat COVID, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll get I'll get on I'll get on a plane and affect everyone. Um, what's uh What's your next uh, album? Uh, my next album, actually, no joke. I'm looking at my list right now. Is whatever helps you get through. So because you pick that, I'm gonna pick Charmingly Demonic by the Stupid Stupid Henchmen. <laughs> uh, like so, I've I've listened choice. to this album a lot. Wait, what? What yeah. were you gonna say? Is it a great choice? Yeah, it's uh. Uh, it was released in 2008. Yep. So it, it's, you know, still in the running for my favorite record of 2020. Um, yep. Like, ah, dude, just just when we did the Crack Rock Steady episode, just revisiting this album, because I listened to like every single album that was on the list. And even like a couple of the tracks on our on the playlist that I still have yeah. yet to put up. Um, just revisiting to that Crack Rock Steady sound and, uh, and just and then going to this where everything is. Not a, I'm not saying this in a bad way, but artificial, and yeah. there's that that disconnect of what like, of this is really advancing, not just crack rock steady, but what ska could be, and being released in 2008 is fucking insane. Like like yeah, yeah there was bomb the music industry happening in like 2004, but that, like that also did push the genre. But stupid, I think stupid stupid henchmen like really showed, like yeah, you could be. You could have like a MacBook and stuff, but like stupid, stupid henchmen, they just like, all right, we're just fucking doing this. Um, bomb for like, I could think of maybe two or three songs that ever got as intense as most of henchmen's back catalog. I mean, that shit was like grindcore at some points. Yeah. Like it, it henchmen is so heavy, fast, intense, dirty. Um, Unrelenting. I mean, uh, car bombs are cool. Is if you're into like if you're into henchmen, car bombs are cool. Is like a fucking like I don't want to say euphoric experience, but it's so long. There's 32 fucking songs on it that just don't ever ease up on on the intensity, whether it be the actual music or lyrical content. You could just stay pissed off for like an hour long, and it's yeah. fucking phenomenal. Um, ah, uh, fuck. Well, yeah, yeah uh, I stupid stupid henchman. That's my uh, charmingly demonic. That's my favorite rec- One of my favorite records of 2020. Um, so my my next uh, favorite record is not even a an album per se, but it's uh all of Nick Lutzo's Twitter songs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I I found myself constantly going back and listening to them. Um. Nicoletsko is a, a, a content creator, musician, um, all the, the all of the above for when it comes to like uh, just kind of internet people, Twitter comedian, you know. Um, he does mainly music. Uh, he he did a lot of stuff for uh, Super Deluxe. He did all the uh, like Alex Jones as a folk a folk song and uh, uh, Eminem as a Talking Heads song and all the emo Donald Trump shit. Yeah. But uh, he he put out a lot of videos specifically on Twitter this year, just like kind of like quick joke songs. <laughs> and um, a couple of them were like just straight up jokes. But then a lot of them got really political, <laughs> almost to the point where I was like, and it they weren't like orange man bad, you know. Yeah, because he would he was relentless against Donald Trump in a way that was like ridiculous and 
fucking insane that like to me to me it was like how crazy 2020 was it was the perfect response it was like the the music that i'm gonna make is going to be like i i commented on one of his videos it was about i think how uh it was a uh, donald trump won't talk about his ass <laughs> I, I just, and i just commented this is protest music <laughs> um he has a song about how celebrities are hot because they eat uh the blood of babies and donald trump is ugly as shit because he refuses to do it um he has a theme song for the rnc oh that one that's the one that's i think that was the first one that i heard that was the first one that i heard it's basically it's like a ska song almost but it's it's him just it starts with him like naming off like people who are gonna be at the rnc and why he wants to go and then it just becomes like a like a weirdly obsessed like almost like stalkerish like how he just loves um 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 and Bongino, the, the yeah, fucking yeah. conservative writer. Yeah. yeah, so fucking funny. He's talking about like wanting to be his son and he wants to change his name <laughs> to Nick Bongino. Uh, and then his follow-up to it was uh, a song about wanting to go to the Trump boat parade. Yeah. And it just ends with oh, him yeah, screaming on the it ends with him screaming on the side of the road, just repeating boat parade at the top of his lungs, like yelling at cars passing by him. Yeah. Uh, and then he wrote the, he wrote the songs about, um, spirit Halloween. Oh yeah. That was the third one. That was when I was like, got, I was aware thanks to, uh, internet today. Yeah. He wrote a song uh, about spirit Halloween. Uh, and then they actually reached out to him and they paid him to make a sequel to it. Um, (laughs) I think probably one of my favorites is, uh, the ballad of Don jr, which is, (laughs) it's a song about, him dreaming about hanging out with Donald Trump Jr. and bullying Biden's son uh, Hunter, but all the references he's making is clearly about Donald Trump being Donald Trump Jr. being a piece of shit, and it's so yeah. fucking funny. So like to me, I was just like, I, I it, it was it, like I said, it was just like the perfect like world is fucked. Everything's insane right now, so I'm just gonna make I'm gonna make people laugh. I'm gonna I'm gonna just make insane like, not even like super thought provoking like songs or like you know he could write a he could probably write you know, angry punk song saying fuck Trump and he's a bitch or whatever. But just like I don't know, is saying fuck Donald Trump, uh, gonna do anything or is writing a song about how Donald Trump will talk about his ass. Like it's I don't know I just it was the perfect like just like mindless like you know what fuck you you know yeah so yeah Nick Lutz's, uh Twitter songs has definitely been some of my favorite music of this year yeah we're both fans we're both fans yeah. it's good it's good shit I I know you don't you're not on Twitter but do you follow him um no and I I really mean to because I, I I know that like it's funny because like I just wait for the YouTube uploads but I'm like I'm sure if I followed him I would have seen this like a week ago you know and it's the same with uh, Connor O'Malley yeah I, I do follow him uh, I follow like, him uh, like a Connor video will go up like he'll post something on Twitter and then like a month later we'll put it on his YouTube and I'm like I should just follow him on fucking Twitter uh, I opened up on Twitter just to double check that I do uh, follow him I do but also Travis Barker just tweeted the little drummer boy song was written about me <laughs> I want to take back my previous Blink-180. Oh, wait, he wasn't on that album. So, yeah. Uh, Travis Barker confirmed for uh, Worse. Let's see what you got next. 
Um, so the next album that it's okay. I recently started listening to this album, like I think a couple months ago. Um, there's this record label in Japan called I Hate Smoke Records that I I've been a huge fan of since like I was in high school, like in 2010, with like United Skates and like Yellow Gang coming out and stuff. And I did see that they put out this a uh, band called the Panic Cuties, and I'm putting their 2014 album uh, Fast Ain't Furious. And I I've recently I don't know why I've never checked these guys out before, but it's this this is literally the kind of band that I want to start. Like they they have a like this is a mix of just Ramones core and power violence. And it's I guess oh, yeah. you'd call it fast core, but it is so <laughs> fucking good. Like it's just like standard like three chords and then bam just blast beats. It's so fucking good. And like it's ridiculous how how this no they're from France how it's it's ridiculous how this band like nobody talks about them like nobody knows who they are and they are so criminally criminally underrated and I really want to just like kind of bring them a little more out in the forefront and they did release something last year which um actually I can't find online and that's also like the issue with um just listening to bands outside of the English language like it's very hard to listen to like a lot of Japanese punk is not on Spotify. A lot yeah. of it is not on Bandcamp. They just have different ways to uh to just like upload and like listen to music. Yeah, and because Panic Cuties are from France, but they're distributed by I Hate Smoke, which is Japanese. So it's not just French. I gotta go through French Japanese to get to this. But this from top to bottom, every song is a is a fucking sing along. Every song's so fucking fast. It sounds like Screeching Weezer. Uh, Screeching Weezer. It sounds like Screeching Weasel and like Charles Bronson. Don't give me an idea for a a really awful uh, bootleg shirt. Oh no, dude! I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you to that Screeching Weasel. Weezer. Fucking! I want to do that. Side note: I want to start our fucking pin company. We just make the worst (laughs) possible like pop culture collabs. Screeching Just Weezer, there's your first one. Weasel fucking uh, Pikachu Frazier. <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> oh, ha- put uh, Hannibal Burris, but put him in like the Hannibal. I feel like that's a thing already. Whoa. Put him in the Hannibal Lecter uh, mask. <laughs> uh, but yeah, a Panic Cuties, Fast, Ain't Furious. One of my... I, I This and I think Dude Ranch are like two of my most listened to. Especially Panic Cuties like a little like from like maybe like the last three months. Yeah. Like non like this is literally the band I want to start. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, Ocelot, that doesn't do it for me. You're there's no singing. I want singing, but with blast beats. Like this is literally what I want. Think of like Jody Faster, but they're trying to impress a girl from high school. That's like fair. it's 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 kind of like that. It's it's so fucking good. All right, and now we each get we each have uh, one album left. Yeah, so I'm picking a gentrified yeah. Gentrified Swamp by Leachate from North Carolina. Oh shit! Um, That's a great fucking album. I I listened to the like also one of my top listened bands. Like I would just put this album on and then go running. Um, and then also I would I, something about something about how um, especially the drummer Ethan, her choices of production and how they choose to make their music sound 
it's a weird line of like it's it's lo-fi don't get me wrong it's not like cell phone bad it's not like cheap like like uh uh you know oh we're just gonna make it sound shitty i don't know what they do for their production but it's like the per to me it's like something about it is like it's just like the perfect amount of like it's got that fuzz to it it's got that washed outness to it it's just it's it's his drumming is insane. Super Chris drumming. I mean, they are very talented musicians, but just something about the production of their music and how they make it sound. It's just like grimy and gross, but not like cheap and shitty. It, it, it they actually is a fucking phenomenal grind band. I, I really hope they, uh, they tour soon. I would love to go out to uh, North Carolina and uh, play with them in uh, Sibinac, but yeah, just, just great album top to bottom. Um, out by uh we did a mini cd and then uh to live a lie did a cassette tape um be dope to see this thing on vinyl um super short it probably fit on a seven inch <laughs> yeah it's a it's a phenomenal fucking grind record um yeah, yeah actually it's gentrified swamp um they're they're a pretty prolific band i mean they put out like splits constantly um yeah them and uh, also check out junt a-U-N-T, which is uh, Ethan the Drummer's other band, which is essentially sounds pretty similar. Um, he he also makes phenomenal music with Junt. And uh, yeah, just something about, you know, and they, um, this might be offense, this might take offense to this, but they definitely have that, like, they look like they're one of those dime a dozen, like, internet grind bands. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, I don't know, just something about them is super special and super like, just fucking amazing music. Yeah, check out Junt and Liachate. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. I've, calling, I've, had, I've, I've had them. I've had them both pronounce it to me like over the phone multiple times, and I still don't Lichate? know. Liachate. Yeah, I'm looking a, at. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me see what Google says. Liachate. 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 Okay. Hold up. Let me hold up. Google. Give me one more. Liachate. Yeah, leachate. Hold on, there's a button that says learn to pronounce. What? Oh, go slow. No talk. Leachate. Leachate. Oh, there's Le actually a practice button. Okay, hold up. Let me hit this. Yes, Google can use my Mac. Leachate. Leachate. <laughs> Good job. Thank you, Google. So we are I so it's leachate. We are pronouncing it correct. Yeah, uh this record's so fucking good. It's really short. It's it's just it's just gravity blast after gravity blast. Just one song after another. Uh fucking There we go. It's 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 so <laughs> the tags it's it's they tag it under false grind. <laughs> yeah. No, they're fucking they're great. They also they uh uh they they fucking oh yeah, the some of the there's like 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 bass drops almost or like clipping like like some of the times like he'll go to hit the he'll go to hit the snare and the entire song will just blow out <laughs> it's so fucking great yeah it's it they're 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 really yeah, really they're, great grind. I, I would yeah. i would love to uh do a split with them at some point with vision uh my last album that i picked my favorite record of uh 2020 again awful year is uh, Blink 182's Dude Ranch? <laughs> Good, <laughs> bro. You have no idea how how I dude. I like I legit listen to this album fucking daily, dude. Fucking daily. 
Um, this fucking record's so good. Um, I don't know, dude. Fucking Waggy brings me to tear. Uh, Untitled, so fucking good. I don't know, dude. It's fucking. I don't know. I, I've I've been uh, converted to a Blink One Eighty Two apologist. This album's fucking amazing, top to bottom. There you go. I mean, at least with like Blink, there's so many years and so many albums that like you have so much music to listen to as a fan. Yeah, and right. I and I did see a meme that somebody posted that was like Blink One Eighty Two with Matt Skiba was like, "Do you guys want a new album?" And then somebody commented, "Like, ah, no thanks." <laughs> 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 Which like that's exactly. How I, uh, that's literally how I feel. And, uh, um, Intermittent Damnation by Ona Snop is, oh, yeah. Um, that, that, what, can I change my answer? That, that album yeah. was fucking amazing. Yeah. Actually, I, uh, no, I'm not going to change it. I like Blink 182. Blink um, <laughs> they, um, I'm so shocked still that they asked to, uh, uh, they came to me for this record. Which uh, usually never happens. Usually, it's me having to hop on this cool shit, and yeah. I'm incredibly proud to have have this on vinyl under no time. Um, speaking of, uh, although hopefully by the time this is up, they'll be in route. But yeah, I, it's the first time I've ever like gotten like order like like constant emails about like where it is um, because it's it's delayed right now because the plant that it's going through in France is shut down due to COVID. And then obviously the holidays are going to fuck everything up. But, uh, the tapes are in, you know, they're shipping, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, I saw them live a year ago and uh, a little bit over a year ago and just fell in love with their music and then, uh, connected. Cause I went and saw them twice and then we, we changed, exchanged info. And then, uh, I put out a, discography tape of all of their music out last year and then uh they approached me again to uh release this new album and i'm i'm super thrilled and, and happy to have this under no time and and uh i'd love to see on not back here in the states they're just a great fucking fast core band um they're all of them are like in other like grind bands around the uk uh yeah. the big one is that their drummer was in uh afternoon gentleman oh really yeah, he's the bass player in Afternoon Gentleman. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a fucking great album. Again, another album that just goes, starts, and then just does not stop. You you put it on and you're like surprised it's already over. It's like 17 minutes and it's just so packed full of music. Fast, aggressive, angry, just, oh God, great album. And then I got, I got that reminds me, we're going to make all the mini CDs. <laughs> Our, uh, our house is getting tented <laughs> next week. So I'm taking all of the, uh, I'm printing out all of the supplies that I need to make the mini CDs and I'm just going to make them in the hotel room. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, at least you don't have COVID. Yeah. I'm uh, not looking forward COVID to free. it. And that's, uh, that's the last podcast of the year, Fern. Yep, we Woo! did it. Ha- half a year of podcast. COVID be damned. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, hopefully, we will be doing this uh, into the next year, and so on and so forth. Hopefully, uh, you know, we're all we're all safe and healthy during this holiday season, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, you know, get get vaccinated, get safe, be in all that good shit, and we can hopefully come out and play and 
see all you guys on the road or, or around Orange County or whatever. So super, super, at least a little bit hopeful for 2021. But, you know, mm. not holding my breath. But, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone has a safe holiday. Uh, wear a fucking mask. Holy shit. Um, yeah, you, you don't want COVID. It's not fun. Yeah, I'm wearing right a mask. Fine. I'm wearing a mask right now in the microphone. <laughs> just in case just in case the covid like hacks my computer yeah yeah it's uh but yeah everyone have a have a safe uh holiday uh all your loved ones don't uh don't go anywhere uh call them facetime them you don't need to you don't need to get on a plane no you don't no but yeah uh merry crimbus and uh scappy new year no don't end it like that please no 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>